package drop. Because when they do, that's some really good energy. Love when the extra savings hit, don't you? Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. You coming to bed, hon? Yep. Honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Freddie Coleman. I don't think he's going to make it in the next couple of minutes. Ian Fitzsimmons. I really don't think I, I'm going to make it through the night. Uh, I don't. Ah, Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Oh, them. More of a good thing. He is the king of the reverse jinx. Tom Brady had a chance to speak, and once again, he shows us he's that every man for you. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons. Cam Atkinson. Just hit the phone! I'm Freddie Coleman. We are, we are Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Weekdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Hour number two, off and running. We'll go over these questions of the day here shortly with Jordan, the intern. Coming up this hour, Rafael Esparza will go over the remaining bowl games, including his thoughts on the national semifinal playoff there as South Carolina leading North Carolina 32 to 21. Fourth quarter just starting and poor Howell. Sam Howell is the, uh, Quarterback that a lot of people think will be one of the top quarterbacks taken, and he's not doing too well. Second sack there, his right knee is all bloodied, and um, yeah, not doing well when it comes to that aspect of it. As always, though, our questions of the day come from Jordan the Intern. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Gus. First hour in the books, obviously. Mm-hmm. So what we got for a question of the day today? Got two yeah, of we them, have huh? two, yes, two of them. So since it's the last show of the new year's, uh, new year, or of uh, the last show of the year, uh, Thursday's question of the day. What do you hope your, uh, your favorite sports franchise New Year's resolution will be? You could comment or call in 800-998-1003 or tweet at us at ESPN Radio NOLA. And we do this before every Saints game. Saints fans give us your keys to the game and score predictions as the Saints take on the Panthers again. Tweet at us at ESPN Radio Nola or call into Buddy 800-998-1003. I can't stop laughing. What? Um, <coughs> what are you laughing at? So I retweeted the video. Did you see the video of Jameis Winston? I think what you retweeted, I did see it. I did see okay. it. Okay. Zachary on Twitter. At GCAT underscore 17 at Nola Jake at Ross Jackson Nola. Give Zion whatever Jameis is on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I see. I, I see that. I see it with Zachary. But. You know what, Zachary? I I concur. <laughs> Whatever rehab Jameis is on, the dude tore his ACL this season, and um, 
He's still, you know, he's he they they showed him doing like Alvin Kamara light workouts where he's standing on you know half of those medicine balls and he's you know on the surgically repaired knee. I mean, like I cringed when I saw that video. By the way, I'm like Ugh! you know, like but clearly if you can do that. It's showing strength and. Again, it, it's baby dropbacks here. It's not like he's dropping back at a hundred miles an hour, which you wouldn't do totally. But you know, Jordan, when you when you see that, it's encouraging. You heard me mention to Ross Jackson a little bit about this. That I wonder if um, when you look at the um, the future here and, and what he's been able to do, if Jameis Winston isn't your starting quarterback next year. Now, there's going to be some teams that are going to be interested in looking for different. Right, Pittsburgh is going to be looking for a new quarterback. As Carolina is Carolina going to be looking for another quarterback? I'm telling you, go follow Joe Pearson. We'll ask Chris McLean. You name it, from the Charlotte Observer to the Athletic over there. Everyone is writing. They need to go draft the quarter, draft a quarterback. And here's the thing: you and I have talked about this, and previous guests have talked about it. Have you watched the draft? I mean, have have you seen the quarterbacks that could be coming up? Again, I'm not picking on the kid. But if Sam Howell, whose team is 6-6 six and six at North Carolina, in the last two games I've watched Sam Howell play, if that guy is the second, first, or third best quarterback in this year's NFL draft, I'm going with Jameis Winston. Mitch like Trubisky or Sam Howell? They went to the same school, so that ought to tell you something. <laughs> I'm, which one? I'm telling you, which one? Neither, because I'm I'm telling you, I the same thing I saw. You look, it's not personal. I've said this to you already before, Jordan. When you looked at Mitch Trubisky at North Carolina, name me one game that stood out that he beat a big time opponent, top five, top ten. Na- hell, name me one game where he did anything that made you go that guy. I'm, I'm just I'm telling you, until the draft came up, and you know Mel Kiper and. You know, Todd McShay were arguing about who's the best quarterback. Did you even know who Mitch Trubisky was? I, I'm just saying, like, when you're that good and you're good, people are going to know who you are and your names and stuff. So, I don't know. I Again, I'm, I, I'm not picking on this kid, but, I mean, they're trying to make him seem like he's, and again, this is probably part of the problem, like a, a Taysom Hill, Lamar Jackson, dual threat. He, look, if he's having trouble outrunning college guys, and again, this is not picking on Ian Book, but, there's certain things you can eval and not, right? And one of the things that did stand out that when he was running for his life or try, he didn't exactly get away from a lot of NFL guys, right? And that's something to keep an eye on. He really didn't speed past a D lineman or something because again, the speed in the NFL is different, but I would have liked to have seen because I kept hearing about the ability, the mobility. We saw him do it at Notre Dame. I, Again, I know that was a bleep show of an offensive line put together and everything, but ability is ability, right? I mean, ability is ability. Speed will be seen whether Teron Armstead's blocking or you're blocking. Arm strength's going to be seen whether Ram Chick's playing or I'm blocking. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right. there are things that on a clean play, you will either see arm strength or you will either see, you know, speed. I didn't see that. Now, I'm not saying I'm done with it, but I'm just, right? I, it, I mean, it could be a very scary offseason for the Saints 
if, you know, the whole Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are completely out of the picture yeah. because you're looking at it to where Jameis Winston kind of seems like he's holding all think, of the cards think, right now. Yeah, and I also think it's probably and about It's that. like, all right, you, you saw what our team was without me in the regular season and you saw what we, 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 what we could accomplish when I was healthy and at the starting quarterback position. So it's all about how much money the Saints are willing to give them because I think they're definitely going to be teams out there, like you're saying, Gus, that are going to take a shot at Jameis Winston. Um, and the Saints are going to have to make an offer because I don't think the draft is an option for the Saints. Not, not at this point, um, in the New Orleans Saints era. Denver. Probably another team looking for quote. I mean, yeah. that seem, they've been linked with, with Russell Teddy Wilson, being, yeah, and they've been linked with him as well. Um, look, I, I guess I, I thought about it when you said, "What's the New Year's resolution?" And I wonder how many Saints fans will be to get a quarterback or to to have health. So when I look at the Saints and Pelicans, like New Year's resolution to me, resolutions you can look at it both ways. But I, I to me, resolution is I resolve to do this right like i want to do something better like resolutions are lose weight or not curse or you know not drink some like resolutions are to me seem to be things to do better does that make right. sense no you're completely right so when i'm thinking of what my new year's resolution that i would want for the saints is i think something that saints fans listening right now would go yes gus yes and that's stop evaluating the receiving core like you think it's the 2009 receiving core. They've, they've done that for a while. You're, I, you're reading my mind. That, that, that is not this year only. Um, they did, they did, right? Go in and try to address that several years ago. They drafted Brandon Cooks high and they drafted Michael Thomas high. They're both good. Exactly. I mean, you, 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 you can, I, I, I understand and love the story of the undrafted free agents or the guys like Callaway, you know, those are great stories. Deontay Harris, like, he was an all pro kick returner and he's also five foot seven. I, I'm just, I'm just saying if my, if I had to give the Saints a New Year's resolution is to please reevaluate your receiving core and say you have got to have an influx of two brand new receivers that have talent and maybe even some youth. In the draft, so you can I, find them, and I think you might be able to find another in free agency. But because of injury, but because I don't know what I'm getting from Michael Thomas, this to me, it's almost like a toss-up, dude. Uh Offensive line or receiver, but... You've got to have a playmaker. Look, it was my argument with, with Cincinnati. It was my yep. argument with Cincinnati. And it, it, right? it mattered that, it doesn't matter that the quarterback is under pressure. If you have a quarterback that could get the ball to a playmaker, it's going to happen. And look, to your point, some people might drive off the road, but listen, maybe to your point, maybe the Saints should reevaluate or have that resolution of reevaluating how they look at the draft. Well, they've done pretty well in other they've areas. Done well, I mean, like you look, you look I, at the I, draft this year. Again, Peyton Buckshot Turner. I jinxed him. I gave him the nickname, and we never saw him again. But, but he, I think he's going to be. I think he'll come along quicker than Davenport. Does that make sense? I, I think that's Hopefully. a nice pick. Pete Werner. I mean, Ross Jackson's talking about him in his latest podcast. Is he a star? I mean, Pete Werner had the team ta- high tackles. You know, Zach Bond, 
So they, they've done well, but I'm talking about this year's draft. Um, you've had a lot of guys step in and make some pulse in the Debo is your starting two cornerback done for the next couple of years. He's your starting two. So that's a, um, fantastic thing. And, and I, and I think that's the thing that stands out to me more and more that you, you just got to go get somebody that can do that. I, I, I've mentioned to you and I've sent it to you. We'll see them play on New Year's day. Actually, he won't because he, he opted out smartly, but Traylon Burks, you know, from Arkansas, there's a couple of other big receivers, size, strength, just chunk it in the direction is going to make a catch. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something the Saints just don't have right now. We're assuming you're going to have with Michael Thomas, but I don't know, right? It's almost like we're talking about now as we talk about the other team, the Pelicans. I'm assuming at some point in my lifetime, I'm going to see Zion again. I just don't know. I don't know when I'm going to see him. I don't know what kind of player he's going to be. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, that's where I'm at. I don't know. I know what Zion's New Year's resolution is. What's that? You already know where I'm going with it. Oh, boy. Go ahead. Everybody has it. It's everybody. Oh. Lose some weight, baby. It, well, you know what? Stay that, away from the Popeye. No, it, he needs to stay away from whatever it is. No, I mean, it, quite but honestly. Whatever, like, dead serious. No, quite like, honestly, that absolutely, serious. that is, that needs to be his New Year's resolution. He's got to take, he, he's got to be more professional. Stick, stick Duke, he needs to stick a picture of himself when yeah. he was at Duke yeah. on his ceiling and when he wakes up every morning. Yeah. Everything. Stare at that. Yeah, and, and look, again, you, you look at the guys that have done it and that have, you know, even birthday boy today, LeBou James, um, spends a million dollars on his body. Every right? summer. Yeah, I bet he does. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, but you, you that it, it, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. You know, you're not eating and drinking a certain way. You're... You're exercising, but it's also mentally and doing other things that I think that go with it too. And that I, I do think that for his sake and the franchise's sake, I hope that this year's New Year's resolution is to quite honestly be his own person. That would be mine. It's easy to say, Agreed. um, you know, the, 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 the health and don't eat and all that other stuff. Cause I honestly don't know. I mean, other than the report that he eats a whole pizza and you know what? Quite honestly, it's going to oh, happen. On. It's going to happen on my birthday. I already, I already told my wife. I, that's what I want. I, I do. You want to eat a whole pizza? Oh, I will eat a large pizza. I can absolutely eat oh, a large pizza. It's Abs- I love pizza with some knob. I love Creek? pizza. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'll wash it down with some knob Creek and then I'll go into a diabetic coma. But yes, my point <laughs> is I do think a lot of it is. You know, hey, this is what I need to do. And, and, and that is him becoming his own player and his own person. And, and that's, you know, getting his own place. You can have family help you. You can do those things, but too many stories, too many people saying things just such as other people are making decisions for you. I think at some point in time, you're going to have to make your own decisions. And I think it helps you grow. It helps you understand things there as well. You almost got to let the little fledgling bird go, right? I mean, you look at that documentary, ain't nobody was making the decisions for Michael Jordan, right? I mean, and, and, and that's the thing that really stands out to me. It's like, so personally, that New Year's resolution is, I think I'd like to see Zion just be like, okay, it's time for me to be an adult. And, and being an adult means making tough decisions, doing things on your own, trusting your instincts or whatever, and, and, and failing and failing because that's how you learn. Right. I mean, that's literally what I tell my five year old. It's okay. 
it's okay if it didn't work. It you're gonna learn, right? I mean, from video games to falling on the knee and scraping it or the scooter. Now you learn. You learn what worked and what didn't. So you have to fail. Failure is a good thing, I think, in a lot of areas to it. But as far as the team, New Year's resolution, I think they've already started it. What is that? Learning to learning to mature. Yeah, but it's got to be a resolution. What have they done that needs to be fixed more than anything else? Yeah, closing out games. Okay, well they're doing that. Exactly. Uh, so I think they've already kind of started. They kind so you of think started. they already started at New Year's resolution? I think they started something. early. That tells me you're feeling a lot better about this basketball team than you were just, you know, a month ago. And I, yeah, I agree. Because I answered the phone and I was doom and gloom every single day. <laughs> it's over. But, but you said it. You didn't want to hear youth anymore. Go do nope. it. Go do it. And what are they doing? Herb Jones putting on a show. They're, they're doing it. All right, Jordan, we will uh, chat with you again for one final time at some point uh, of the season. Right? 2.45, we'll see if you're still awake. 2.45. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go listen to you and go eat my chicken, so hopefully I'm still awake. There you go. My kid just asked me for Popeyes, by the way. I'm like, buddy, I, <laughs> Did he I, hear me? I can't leave. I can't go anywhere right now. Get, get Uber Eats. Uh, I guess I could get Uber Eats. but again, That is very expensive. I, but I got to time it with just my three-minute break. That's all I got. So anyway. Rafael Spars is coming up next. I'll ask Mafinos when uh, live betting is going to be going on. Plus, we'll go over the national semifinal games and some of the big games in the NFL as well. So sports Hangover and ESPN New Orleans. holidays from Greg LeBlanc Toyota. It's a festive time of year and you can celebrate with fresh new inventory arriving daily. There's great holiday deals at Greg LeBlanc. Amazing stocking stuffers like keys to the all new redesigned 2022 Tundra. It may be cold outside but these holiday deals are red hot and won't last long. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, South Hollywood Road in Homa or online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Santa may have the sleigh but Greg's got the holiday deals. Shop now. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies' online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company. Cajun banking. Serve just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider and are only available if the provider determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hims makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4 slash joy. That's right, free, zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hims connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hims makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash joy. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 
Rafael Esparza will get to you here in a matter of seconds here. Lee, I see you're holding, so I don't want you to hold forever. Give me your best minute, minute and a half for what you have to say, sir. Go. Hey, Gus. Man, you know, my, my resolution for the Saints is by any means necessary. By any means necessary. Do what it takes to get Russell Wilson in here. Okay. I don't care. I, I, I think if you get him, then the receivers will follow. You'll have the choice of free agent receivers that want that want to, you know, play with him. So, by any means, I don't care if they ask for a one and a three, give them a one and a three this year, give them a one and a three next year. I don't care what it's going to take. As long as you, the end result is Russell Wilson is wearing the Saints uniform. Bottom okay. line. All and, right. And we, we'll figure the rest of it out as we go. All right, give me your New Year's resolution for the Pelicans. For the Pelicans? Oh, well, okay. That was a, we don't have enough time for that one. But I, I tell you what, I, I do like the way they're playing now. They, it seems like the, their hard work is starting to finally pay off. You know, mm-hmm. their chopping wood is finally starting to bear some fruit. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, my, my resolution would be, um, like you, I'm, I'm piggyback off what you said about Zion. Hey, man, change, change who you hang with. You know, change up. You know, it's time to, it's time to be a man. You're making grown-up man money. Um, you, like it or not, you're a role model. When you're in that position and when you're in it, you're a role model. So people watching, things you say, things you do matter. So that's all my biggest thing for him with the resolution is to grow up, okay. become a man. And I don't mean that in a negative I mean, no, no, I understand. No, I, like I said, I understand it. I think he needs to, to take that next step, dude, that we all maybe do, do at different times in life. Man. Thank you, Lee. Happy New Year to you, buddy. Always a pleasure to hear from you, bud. Happy New Year. Yep. Rafael Esparza at VSI Doc Sports is the way to follow over on Twitter, Instagram, daily videos as well, and a YouTube show on uh, Monday and Friday. You doing one tomorrow? Probably not. I'm still battling some, uh, some health, so okay. I'm just trying to, uh, you know, don't want to cough on screen. Yeah, I cough all the time. It's not bad. Are you going to ask me about my New Year's resolution for this? What is your New Year's resolution? Uh, Russell Wilson is probably not going to be the answer to the next ship. I think there's a younger quarterback. I think they can probably gel better in in your in your head coach's uh, scheme more than Russell Wilson. Uh, he's not the healthiest quarterback either, and his age is up there. So I wouldn't want to roll the dice all on that. And uh, your payroll is not that good for Pelicans or for the Saints as it is. It's not like you can get top receivers unless you get rid of one of your receivers. Has done okay. nothing uh, except cry and limp around. Uh, Pelicans continue to play uh, play team ball. I-, I love watching them right now. They just play outstanding, outstanding team ball. Uh, a lot of these teams are uh, like, you could throw the Bulls in there as well in Cleveland. People who are playing team ball are, are playing some really good basketball, and I have to put the Pelicans up there. So just continue to play team ball. It doesn't matter if Zion comes okay. back or not. If you continue to play team ball, you're going to get that last spot or maybe the second last spot in the playoffs. I like that. All right, so New Year's resolution for the Pels. <laughs> Excuse me, play team ball and for the Saints. You, you think it's Jameis Winston? I'm starting to lean more and more towards Jameis. I think they go for a, 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 a quarterback that's going to be out there. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks out there. I, okay, well, let me ask you this way. How many teams do you think will ask to talk to Jameis? I, I don't think that many, just because he, he didn't play a full season. So I think if he played a full season, and, and let's face it, he probably would have more wins than what the Saints probably would have right now. I'm not saying they're double-digit wins, but I would say he probably would look better. 
Uh, I don't think that many teams will probably look at him. I think uh, Teddy Two Gloves will probably get a little bit more look uh, than Jameson because he's probably played a little bit more uh, than Jameson. Jimmy G is going to get a lot of uh, phone calls because he's played more. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of interesting uh, quarterbacks that are getting their phone calls. All right, let's turn our attention to the games of note, sir. 13-and-a-half-point favorite, the Alabama Crimson Tide, 2.30 tomorrow on ESPN, AT&T Stadium. What you got? I like the under in the game. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Bama wins. But Cincinnati, can you please hang around? Can you please lose by seven points or less? Because if you get blown out, I'm sorry, a non-Power 5 team will never probably be invited uh, to the dance of college football. So I want to see a non-Power 5 do good in these kind of situations because I'm sorry. It's, everything is not all about SEC, ACC, Big Ten. There's other conferences that produce good football. Cincinnati, can you just please lose by seven points or less? But I think this game goes under. All right. Georgia and Michigan, UGA seven-and-a-half-point favorite here. Now, I know <laughs> one of the stories today was defensive back Daxton Hill, an old Big Ten selection for Michigan. He, he's not over in Miami right now, and he's questionable um, if he's even going to play in this game. How big a loss is that for them? That's a loss, but I did ask Santa for two things, uh, to get rid of COVID, which he didn't, and uh, blue khakis, so I'll be wearing blue khakis for this okay. Georgia-Michigan so I can match for Michigan, because Michigan wins outright. I like Michigan. Wow, okay, so Michigan and Alabama, 1-2 matchup there. Um, it's going to be a bit, I think we'll talk again before then, so I'll save LSU and Kansas State, so we'll move on over to the NFL as um, – you know, some interesting games here. First, uh, not not a, not a big surprise, huh? That um that Ben Roethlisberger said the Monday Night Football game in Heinz Field will be his last at home. No, it doesn't. It does not shock me at all. And it's it's well deserved. I mean, he's he's won Super Bowls. He's not the he's not mobile like he was back in the day. So it's he's it's time. I'm just saying it because I've seen it on Twitter. Hall of Famer or not? Yes, not no question as a Hall of Famer. Okay. Um, moving on, Falcons and Bills, Buffalo 14-and-a-half-point favorites. Go Buffalo. Yeah, there's a lot of big favorites, and I think a lot of these big favorites do cover. I think Buffalo is one of them. All right. Giants and Bears, Chicago, six-point favorites. Wow, that's crazy when you look at it from that perspective. No respects for the G-men. This game's in Chicago. 19 degrees is the uh, the anticipated weather over there. Ooh. I like Chicago. I need the Bears to win this, so they they fire Nagy on Black Monday, not the not the game, not the on Monday, January third. So Bears win. Uh, I think it's the game of the day: Chiefs and Bengals. High noon, Cincinnati. KC a five point favorite. I have a feeling I'm going to be eating crow because you know me. I've been saying Cincinnati's not there yet. I've been saying that for uh, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I like Cincinnati in this one. I think they put a step up. They put their big boy pants on. If they win, I'll eat a lot of crow because I think they win a division, make the playoffs. But uh, Kansas City's also playing some good football. I'm hoping Cincinnati takes the uh, takes the W. I like them plus five. I'm shocked that this game was not flexed, but I can see why. The it's Vikings Packers the Sunday night game. They actually flexed the Saints game the 325. So we can watch Chiefs and Bengals before the Saints take on the Panthers. Dolphins and Titans, Tennessee, three and a half point favorite. I'm with your buddy. I like way Miami's playing uh, right now. I'm not sold on Tennessee, even though they got the big W. I, if this one's going to creep up to four, I would not check because we've been it opened up at three now, three and a half. Give me Miami plus the points. 
Miami Dolphin superfan Roy just text. That's my guy as he's listening to you say that. He also said Dolphins by 10. Raiders and Colts, Indy, six and a half point favorite. Uh, you know, no wins. I still like uh, the Colts in there. They're going to just run, really? run, 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 run. Yeah, give me the Colts. All right. Jags and Patriots, New England, 16 point favorite. No respect for Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I, New England wins. But I'll take the plus six and a half. This one will move it to seventeen because I guarantee you, teasers and moneyline parlays will be all over the place on this one. Give me, I'll take the Jags plus the points. It's crazy. It's only gonna be fifty nine degrees up there. Bucks and Jets in New York. Tampa thirteen point favorite. Sixty degrees. The weather there. Oh, must be nicely sixty. I like the Bucks in this one, uh, even though they're still missing key pieces. It's Tampa Tom. Give me the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need Washington to win. Eagles. At Washington, Philly a three-point favorite. Give me the Eagles, E-A-G-L, Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Rams at the Ravens, L.A., four-point favorite on the road. The Rams are playing some really good football that no one's talking about. If they win this game, which I do believe, I would not want to play the Rams in the playoffs. Uh, I like the Rams. SoFi Stadium, Chargers hosting the Broncos, L.A., six-and-a-half-point favorite. I want nothing to do with the Chargers. They're just probably the most head-scratching. If it wasn't for the Saints only being 1-5 in five at home this year, mm-hmm. this would be the biggest talk of the story, uh, the Chargers. They stink. Even the Teddy Two Gloves. Texans at the 49ers, 12.5-point favorite. We'd like to have the Texans pull out the second straight upset in the week, but I don't see that happening. I don't, but they do cover. I like Houston to cover this one. I think they lose by 10. Okay. Cardinals and Cowboys. Dallas, six-point favorite here. Arizona's going the wrong way, even though they have backdoored, backed into the playoffs. Hey, here's another team that's starting to play some good football. And if that offense can continue to put up points like they did last week, here's another team I would not want to face in the playoffs. Give me Big D. Okay. Lions and Seahawks. Seattle, seven-point favorite. Uh, I'll take the I'll take Seattle just because I don't think that Detroit can go in there. It's gonna be nasty weather. It's gonna be cold in Seattle too uh, outside. Give me Seattle, dude. Forty one though. Now it's gonna be four degrees in Green Bay Sunday night. Four degrees, and the Packers are seven point favorite against the Vikings. You know, Minnesota was the last team to go to Lambeau Field and beat Green Bay. Uh, they won last year. I think it was like 34-31. That game flew over the total. This one's going to flow over the total. It's only going to be cold. There's no weather, no snow, no wind, no rain. Uh, Aaron Rodgers puts up big points, and I think Minnesota scores on that, that defense as well. Give me the over 46 and a half. Dude, four. It's going to be four <laughs> degrees. Yikes. All right, Saints and Panthers, New Orleans, six and a half. I've also seen it seven. Now went back down the six and a half. I like the Saints in this one. Carolina's a complete mess. They've lost five straight. Their defense gives up points. I mean, I know the Saints have given up, only scored, what, 10 points in two games, something around there. But the Panthers' defense has been awful. I don't care who's quarterback for the Saints, Simeon or Hill. They win this game and they cover. All right, it's LeBron James' birthday today. What are you, what are you, uh, what are you delivering the king? Uh, a razor. Go completely bald. Just go bald. Don't, don't pencils. <laughs> go bald. Bald is beautiful. Just shave it all off. Okay. Hey, what is your New Year's resolution? Uh, you know, I still have a couple. I still have a day tomorrow to, to figure that out. I have not figured that out yet. Maybe eat more sushi on a Friday with some good friends. You're always welcome. You know it's always available. You know that, right? You just have to say, hey, we're free. Let's go. I mean, you're always welcome over here. McQueen's looking for a new chew toy. My kid wants to throw one of his new Hot Wheel cars at you. You're always welcome. Uh, I don't know. Maybe in the next couple of days I'll be able to hang out with people. Okay. 
There we go. Good to hear from you, buddy. And I will talk to you again on Monday. Take it easy. Happy New Year. Be safe. Happy New Year to you as well, Rafael Esparza. When we come back, Barlin Fave, right? Big Fave 504. He joins us next. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. A new name, a new era. TGMC is now Terrebonne General Health System. This change reflects our transition to more of an all-around healthcare partner rather than just a healthcare provider. With new facilities, new innovations, and new ways to help you, we've done more than change our name. We've changed our future. To see what's new at Terrebonne General Health System, visit tghealthsystem.com. Hey there, I'm Lance Bass, and this is Chip. For more than 100 years, American Humane has been on the front lines protecting animals in times of crisis. From Pearl Harbor to 9-11, the California wildfires, and the coronavirus pandemic, American Humane Rescue has provided life-saving assistance for animals in virtually every major national disaster. If you're anything like me, your pets mean the world to you. And if disaster strikes, you want to keep them safe. To prepare for an oncoming disaster, ensure your pet has secure and up-to-date identification. And if you must evacuate, remember to take your disaster preparedness kit with you. To learn more about disaster planning and how to keep your best friends safe, please visit AmericanHumane.org. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. All right, welcome back. Big Fave 504 is the way to follow Marlon Favorite, as always. Appreciate the time, sir. How are you today? I'm pretty good, man. Just uh, still in the holiday spirit, right? Getting ready for 2022 to come. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. Resolutions is always a a big old topic. We were kind of having a little fun with – with a lot of different things. I know LeBron's your guy. It's his birthday as well today, man. What are you What are you delivering to LeBron in your brand-new truck there, bud? Man, I, I think when I'm going to bring uh, old LeBron in my, in my new truck, I think I'm going to get him a pair of some Jordans, some fresh J's. Oh, you know, <laughs> not, not even his shoes, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he, he deserves to put on some goat tennis shoes. You know I mean? got you. J- Jordan, Jordan was Jordan was mean, man. He said a uh, new team because apparently that's what um, LeBron wants. He wants a whole new set of guys. And I, I, I offered him a whole bunch of boxes of tissue, um, you know, you know, for the tears and unicorn tears and stuff that he cries a lot. But I mean, I, I, you know, you, you at least, um, you're, you're giving him some shoes, some footwear, you know, that's, that's really nice of you. Right. And I, I got to give him some, you know, three and four guys that can actually shoot. Cause you know, he does such, he's probably the best distributor. <laughs> I mean, you, you can put him up there with like, it's really incredible. Thousand, you know, no, Hey, you know what? It, it's really incredible. The amount of players that he needs to actually win games. But, um, I'll say this, man, it, it's going to be an interesting, I, I think 
post uh, NBA All Star, you know, two months. Because I think there's a lot of teams that are bunched up that can really all play against one another. I think Phoenix and Golden State might be above the best in the other ones, but you never know, man. But we got a lot of college football to talk to, sir. You're part of the LSU um, Sports Radio Network, so you've obviously followed college football and the Tigers. We'll talk on Monday about the game on Tuesday that LSU is going to play in Kansas State. But we got two big ones tomorrow. It's the college football playoff semifinals. So let's start with Alabama and Cincy. And I'll ask you what maybe is a key matchup to look at inside the trenches, perhaps. Well, Dust, you know, I think it really starts, if we're taking it up front, you know, you look at a guy for Cincinnati, uh, and Curtis Brooks, you know, he averaged, I don't know, maybe a half a sack a game. He has seven and a half sacks. You know, I, I look at him up, up front just being very disruptive. Interior, The interior offensive line of Alabama is, is okay compared to guys on, on the edge, such as, uh, such as Evan Neal, who was a top three uh, left tackle. I think, you know, that's somewhere where, where Cincinnati can come in there and, and make a difference. Uh, in the interior rush against Alabama. You know, when you take a look at, and you mentioned that interior rush, um, in particular, is that kind of what you need to do here? I mean, Nick Saban was just talking about this week how Bryce Young, you know, doesn't get rattled, doesn't really test his patience. And I, and I, look, I, I saw a guy, I think maybe that Florida game was really where I could go back and maybe put a dot on his chronological line of growth, Marlon, where up until then he managed the game. You know, Alabama with its talent and stuff, but he he didn't win it. He didn't go there and do it. They come back and win that game. And then I think, you know, that Auburn game, I, to, to me, that Auburn game, he became, okay, that's a, that's a franchise quarterback in the NFL. Like, I, he made plays and did things under – immense pressure on the road on the crowd and looked absolutely calm and delivered some beautiful passes. I was like, dude, that guy can play. So if I'm Cincy, I got to somehow find a way to make him uncomfortable. How do you do that being a D tackle like yourself? I I think it's really the inside twist. I mean, you take a guy like myself, nose guard, and and you influence pressure to the outside, a gap. And, and, and do like what we used to call in the arena was a razor rush. Basically, that was between me and the Mac linebacker. And, and and what I liked about that rush more than anything else, Gus, it put the center in a bad position. It's almost as if we're picking on the center. So I think in a game like this, you, you take not only the performance. And the crazy part about it, Gus, Bryce Young, to your point, he just really does it, man. Like, even though the interior pressure would be a way to get in, right? Like I'm telling you, the, the, the twist between the nose guard and, the, and one of the interior linebackers. But this kid is, is so smooth, and he has such great protection on the edge. What guys like Evan Neal, he's able to roll out with confidence and, and, you know, maybe hit a check down guy in the flats on and out or, you know, maybe able to hit a, a wheel route with, with his running back. Just being able to create – more opportunity on his feet is huge. So I, I think that in that Cincy game, for sure, uh, the biggest asset that they have is just bringing that middle pressure with Brooks. And then, of course, just, just being able to to, uh, to hit them at their weaker part of their line, and that's the interior mm-hmm. rush. 
No doubt. Speak with Marlon Favorite. Big Fave 504 is the way to find him over on Twitter. All right. What about John Mechie? How big a loss is that? I mean, can, is it, can you just say, I'm going to go double Jamison now, uh, and try to make them uncomfortable? This Bama have enough weapons elsewhere. Well, this is a, losing Mechie is, is, is huge. That's, I, I, I don't want to say he's, uh, Jamar Chase type, uh, impact for the team, but this guy runs really clear routes, and we saw it big in the Georgia game, right? Um, I thought Auburn uh, fought better than Georgia did against him, which is crazy because Auburn loses to Houston yesterday, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. Um, but it's just a, a huge loss for Alabama. I mean, you're looking at a guy um, just in the Georgia game alone had a touchdown in 100 yards, so a big loss to him, um, going to be much more pressure as you mentioned on Jamison Williams, um, you, you, you can imagine that they're going to run a lot of bracketing on him, just mm-hmm. making sure that they may even run sky, uh, and that'll eliminate a lot of the, the sharp ball um, game. But, you know, again, you, you still have other targets to hit, like Slade Bolden um, across the front. Um, and, and, of course, just utilizing the running game even better as well, uh, just being – being bright, <clears throat> excuse me, with Brian Robinson figuring out ways to get him the ball, uh, whether it's in the flat like we talked about with that pass or just being creative with the uh, with the run game, maybe some outside run of work for them as well. But, you know, okay. Alabama is just a reloading thing, right? <laughs> you know, uh, Coach, uh, Coach Brian is doing an excellent job at, at coordinating the plays for, for Nick Saban. So it's going to – Look, 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 Gus, I was, I was training the Dinah Spurlow defensive tackle for Tulane yesterday, so I was like, man, the Dinah, man, you think Cincinnati may be able to upset Alabama? He looked at me, he said, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I know. No, that's for sure. All right, let's move on to um, – Michigan and Georgia, does this have a, a feel of sort of a heavyweight match that will be all about the trenches? I mean, you, the presumed number one pick of the NFL draft is Michigan's defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson, over on the right end. And, look, Marlon, th- this is for payday, right? He has a good performance against, and they win the national championship, and he has a good performance against two SEC teams. He has a good performance against Georgia. I, I think it's a lock, right, for sure. So this is a big game for him. How good is he? his impact on the end, you start to think about the Watts brothers and, and what they're able to do um, in, in that regard. I mean, he, he's just one of those targets. That, and usually, Gus, you know how the conversation uh, with me with Gus, oh, man, Gus, you know, these guys are doing okay, such and such, but it's Michigan. No, this this kid is the real deal. I mean, Gus, he's six foot six, 265 pounds, 14 sacks in the season. That's third in NCAA uh, this year. I mean, he is it. He's going to in my opinion, you look at him and maybe the second guy, Evan Neal from Alabama, coming off the board. Uh, now, now, I have heard a lot about uh, potentially them going with Derek Stingley first, but Stingley may be the fifth guy off the board. But, you know, uh, Hutchinson is the real deal. I mean, 33 solo tackles this season. I mean, I'm shooting out these numbers. Now, here's the kicker with this matchup. I know Georgia is heated right now. Georgia's going to come out there and they're going to defensively, I know they're going to make it happen. Uh, how successful they will be on the run game, particularly the outside run game with Cook, who knows? Uh, Gus, right, given the fact that, that uh, Michigan is good, but they're good up front on their offensive line, and they're good on their defensive line. So, you know, that, that's a real 12-1. and one. Uh, You start to look at games like Iowa and Maryland, and you say, ah, oh, whatever. 
But, you know, for them to beat number two Ohio State 42 to uh, 27, that says a lot. And, and what they were able to do um, throughout the season, losing to a very good Michigan State team, that's the only loss this season. So I, I do think it's a fight. Georgia wins, but it, it, it's a brawl. It's a short club brawl. All right. So uh, at the end of the day, what are your two games that we'll be talking about on Monday? Who are the two winners? The two winners, Georgia, but we're going to be like, man, Gus, that was crazy. I think Georgia does win it, but, but Michigan does punch. Um, and, and I would I would definitely go to Alabama. I mean, you, you may catch Cincinnati. Uh, you know, Lou Fickle may come with a little tickle here and there, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's just Alabama coming with those little falls, bro. It's just it's just, mm-hmm. it's just the elephant in the room. It's just a big elephant. Okay, on. easy enough. Hello. Quick take, man. Uh, <laughs> your, your Cowboys here got an interesting game coming up here on Sunday as Dallas is taking on the Cardinals, man. Look, I, I almost feel like the Cardinals right now don't believe that they can get a win, and Dallas right now kind of feels like we've been doing everything but winning, and people still don't think we're good enough, and now we, we kind of starting to look like ourselves. Um, what, what do you see in this three, the 325 matchup here? You guys are favorite by six. Yeah, I, I do I do think that, that the Cowboys win it. I mean, the uh, ESPN matchup predictor has them a, a 57% winner. Um and it's because of Dak Prescott. I mean, both guys both threw 10 interceptions this year, but with Dak, uh, 29 touchdowns, and, and just their performance uh, last week against Washington was just phenomenal. Uh, oh, Washington football team is terrible. Okay, I, I get it, but we, we really have to look at this for what it is. This Dallas team is a real good Holyfield. Kyler mm-hmm. Murray. That's all I got to say, brother. Kyler Murray. Last week, that big run, 74 yards, looked like he was – Handing off the stick, baton to his track sprinter, right? He, he He's that deal. So I'm interested in seeing Dallas just really locked him up. But, I mean, Stephon, if I say Stephon Diggs, Trevor, Trevor Diggs just, mm-hmm. has just been phenomenal this year. So I look forward. I think that's going to be the game to watch. Uh, flex game, too, 325 on Fox. All right. Also at 325, it's going to be the Saints taking on the Panthers. COVID kind of ravaging the Panthers at 13 players. My last count that I could find, um, the Saints are getting healthier. I, I I don't see a repeat offensive performance for Monday night, right? Looks like Taysom Hill, since he's off the list, he will be your starter, so at least you'll have that. I, this is a Saints win, huh, Marlon? This is a Saints win. Uh, it's at home. Um, I, I do think the last time we played Carolina, they caught us off of a big Green Bay win. Mm-hmm. This time it's a hunger team. This team knows that they have to win out, go seven and seven, make the play. Kind of sound like the old NFC East. You know how Dallas used to get in at five hundred. <laughs> That's our call this year, right? So okay. you know it, it, it's going to be important for for New Orleans. You have Taysom Hill. The defense coming out performing the way they did in, in, in previous weeks. Because let's just face the music, Gus. Yes. We we did lose to the Dolphins twenty to three, but the Saints defense held them under twenty one points. So we could just come out, score twenty four thirty one points. I think we win the game. Sam Darnold's back. We don't know how rusty he is. Last time we played this team, Joe Brady was the coordinator. Now they have uh, Jeff Nixon. How, how how will that go? You know. So there's a lot to look forward to. Um, might have to might have to come to this one, Gus. I might have to come sit in the boot next to you on this one. All right. I, I, right. I want to I wanna see how they finish this one. You know, right. I, I think I think the Saints can pull it off. 
Let's see how this goes. Marlon Favorite, Happy New Year to you, sir. We'll talk again on Monday in 2022. Happy New Year's, man. 2022. Man, time flies. Get this way, man. Happy New Year's to all. It's 504, boys. There he is. Marlon Favorite, Epic Faith. 504 is a way to follow on Twitter. It's a final. South Carolina 38, North Carolina 21. Uh, coming up at 2.05, it's Tennessee and Purdue. If you want to catch some more college football bowl game action, up next, Coach G will talk a little football with him next on ESPN New Orleans. Poker players know there's a difference at Cash Magic, a big difference. At your local Cash Magic casino, you'll have fun playing the newest games while enjoying our fast and friendly VIP service. Cash Magic is my lucky place. They really do make you feel like a VIP. It's time to have fun, so let us make you feel right at home with our fast and friendly VIP service. Come feel the magic today at one of our nine Cash Magic casinos in Southeast Louisiana, including our two newest locations, Cash Magic Galliano and the Royal Flush in Homa, Louisiana's favorite place to play video poker, Cash Magic. You'll always be a VIP Cash Magic. Must be 21 or older. Valid ID required. Gambling problem 877-770-STOP. It's the Big Finish Sales Event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime into the conversation here as well. As uh, we'll hear from Coach G here uh, shortly. As don't know, buddy, if we put that on the guest list for you or not, thought we did. Um, we'll talk a little bit about what happens What's going on COVID-wise um, in terms of um, when, you know, COVID's going on through all these different aspects in sports. Or, uh, so obviously it's uh, we're making a mess about a lot of the different sports. Uh, also, we've been talking about college basketball last night. You had LSU and Tulane. And Tulane got the win 85-84 over Memphis for LSU and Auburn. It was the Auburn Tigers winning 70-55. Will Wade um, 
you know, had a message for his team afterwards. Get that here in a quick sec for you. Here it is. We got to learn from it. We got to grow from it. You know, you can't, uh, you can't, uh, you know, you can't simulate this. You can't, I mean, this is, this is what's like, life's like on the road in the SEC. This is how it is. And, uh, we've got to grow from it, learn from it, and we will. We've got great kids. We've got great character. Ain't nothing changed about this team. We're a good group. We're, we weren't going undefeated. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we ran into a really good team tonight and we played extremely hard. We just didn't, we didn't play with the discipline that we needed to play with. I thought our guys prepared really well. I thought we were focused. True round was really good. We just, you know, we, we just, we just lost our way a little bit. And, you know, this is the first time some of these guys have been in this type of environment and, uh, you know, you can't, uh, you can't, you know, we try to simulate it in practice as much as we want, but, you know, we fouled, you just discipline. We fouled two three point shooters. We gave up seven points on fouling three point shooters, something we hadn't done all year. Um, you know, stuff like that adds up in a game like this, all the turnovers and, and doing stuff like that. It, it, it really adds up. Coach G joins us, Patchy Conterry now to talk a little football as COVID has been an issue, of course, and we've seen with the Saints and the NFL, and the NBA, mm-hmm. you name it. And also Coach G, uh, overseas with the EPL, hasn't it? Yes, sir. And first of all, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys had a good Christmas and everything. But yeah, um, EPL is getting um, hammered right now. A lot of games are being canceled, postponed. Um, sometimes uh, I'm looking at right now that I think Tottenham is not going to get those three points back from the rain in the Europa um, contest last week that I talked about, or two weeks ago that I talked about. So it's affecting games and affecting tournaments still and everything. And one major thing that they're kind of talking about now, since we have these, uh, this window coming up in January for a transfer, is are they going to go back to the five sub uh, per game? Because right now they want to three sub. So uh, during COVID, they went to five sub just because. Then the season, they went back to the old way of doing things. But now, since the COVID has become a major issue, they're thinking about going back to the five subs. So they're going to help out a lot of these teams, especially with teams like uh, Man City, uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, uh, Man United, Arsenal. All these other teams that are playing extra, extra games or are traveling all throughout Europe. Um, they're going to be affected a little bit more. So um, the five subs might be a good thing. But, yeah, a lot of these leagues right now are being decimated. You know, when you take a look at it here as well, too, I mean, I, obviously every game matters and it's so big, but there's at least the playoffs, Coach G, in terms mm-hmm. of in the NBA and NFL, just get in, right? We kind of saw that um, last year where it was either the Warriors or the Lakers with injuries and whatever, you just get in, and then maybe let's see what tour takes place. But in mm-hmm. soccer, there isn't, is there, Coach? So it, it's wins, it's points by the goals so when you don't miss a game or have your full complement of players it's really a big deal yeah everything uh, based off of regular season and points so uh when you get a victory it's three points when you get a tie it's one point and when you uh, when you lose you get zero points so every game does count even the very first game and i would hate to say my love and arsenal team that lost 2-0 against a uh, team who went from uh, championship league to epl last year first time in 75 years we lost 2-0. Now, with that loss, might hurt us in the in the future at the toward the end of the season. So, they really every single game plays um, a huge factor in what they need money and tournaments for next year. Um, when you need these extra players, when you have all these extra kind of um, things going on, every game counts. Um, injuries, extra playing time. Uh, like Christian Pulisic, who got injured on the uh, U.S. Men's National Team. 
who's slowly getting back right now in at Chelsea. Like you have all those kind of you know, little factors throughout the season that you you lose a point here there. Um, and right now it's kind of those things that this five sub is um, going back to the five sub and all these teams right now they're really kind of pushing for it just because they know if my number one stud is is hurt or he, he can't play the entire game, I need to bring another person. But then if that guy gets injured, so forth and so on. But a lot of these teams are just getting decimated right now. But Man City, I hate to say it, they are looking stronger and stronger. Even though they're they're getting some COVID through their camps, they're getting some injuries, they're still firing on all cylinders. Got 50 points right now. They're uh, eight points above second-place Chelsea, and Chelsea's had a huge um, summer window by signing Lukaku um, off of um, in the, from the, uh, the Italian league. And their offense all of a sudden went from zero to 100, I would say, in, in the Chelsea's world. But since Man City is is very healthy right now, they're hitting on all uh, cylinders. Their stubs are coming off the bench, are still producing. They're just hitting on, like I said, all cylinders. They have 16 wins out of 24. I'm sorry, out of 18. Um, that's huge. Um, you get 50 points. You have three. I'm sorry, you have three games above Liverpool. And Liverpool is a very hot team right now, even though they lost against Leicester City last weekend. They're still a very hot team. And they're supposed to um, be one of the the, the prime candidates to win your uh, UEFA tournament coming up here in the knockout um, time. So it's, it's tough to say right now who's going to take the lead and really take off. But look like Man City is ready to off. Uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham, we're just going to be looking up at them, and hopefully uh, they'll come back to earth. But right now, Man City, with all everything on the table and injuries and COVID, they're, they're, they're strong as all heck right now. So I think out of the last time they lost in the EPL was October 30th. Wow. Since then, out of 10 games, they've scored 31 goals and only given up six. So they're producing, like you, like a, like for soccer, unbelievable numbers. Three goals is your average for in soccer is, is huge. So they're just, right now, they're just a machine. So uh, them, Liverpool, are the number one, number two, I would say, in my, uh, my eyes for UEFA, the championship. But Man City definitely right now is taking off. You can pretty much start handing them the title, even though we're halfway through right now. They're just that strong right now, and all the teams are just kind of eh right now. Now, you and I have talked about this uh, penalty kicks and, you know, I want more subs, things like Should there ever be playoffs in soccer? Oh, man. Uh, Wait, it's in MLS. Uh, you have it in MLS. Hmm. Uh, traditionalist, no. Um, as a person that likes the competition as an American, likes to see that underdog, that number eight or number 16 seed, you know, defeat number one, I love to see that. So, um, EPL, it, this, this league has been around for about 150 years. There's no way that they're ever going to have um, a, a tournament at the end of the season. Now, could they have a regular season and a maybe a, a post-regular uh, season kind of a tournament? Yes. But again, that goes into now time for um, the national teams, for time for them to recover their bodies, so forth and so on. But I am a big fan of, of postseason. I like the playoffs. I like the, the, the money. I like the, the media attention. I like, I like the hype of the city. Um, I think it's just one of those things that brings uh, the fans closer to their team. I think it's you know something that you, you know, can see later on, right? Yeah, most that most that's something to look forward to. And like you said, you know, you have uh, I hate to say, it, but let's say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, they lock things down, so you might not go to their next game, but right. you probably be there for the very first game because now it's playoff season. Now you want to spend their money on an extra on a higher paying ticket, and the food might cost a little extra. Because it's so worth it right now. So you have that kind of love for the, the teams that you, you know, it's playoffs for everything. You'll have that extra love of, of a team. Extra, you know, screaming your, your butt off, drinking an extra beer, doing a, what you have to do to kind of uh, help the team out, as fans like to do. But 
Um, yeah, it's one of those things that I love playoffs. If we can get that in soccer, but traditionally, nah, it doesn't belong in soccer. Okay. I want it. <laughs> I, I am not a traditionalist, but again, I didn't grow up playing it and all that. And I, I just look at it like this, Coach G. I think teams change. I, I think, mm-hmm. um, depending on, you know, teams can grow and get better as the season goes along. So as you mentioned, if you have a, a, you know, two of four losses or something like that, it can really set you back from, from doing that. Injuries can cost you as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, so I, look, there's arguments for both. No, no doubt about it. So right, right. coach G as right. always, man, hit the top of the hour. Thank you as always for your time and happy Appreciate new year to you. We'll talk next week. Yes, sir. Talk to you guys. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Yep, for sure. Be safe as well. Our two in the books coming up next. Chris McLean right off the top. Going to go to Charlotte and ask him how he's feeling over there. Should they stick with Stan? Should, um, you know, Matt Rule still be the head coach? And um, is he still feeling as giddy as he did when the Panthers beat the Saints back in week number two? I'll ask him next on ESPN New Orleans. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavaloom, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavaloom. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable.